Hello, and welcome to Living Fit with your hosts, James and Karen Roberts, personal trainers, life coaches, and motivational speakers. This program promotes good health through nutrition and physical activity. If you are interested in starting a personal fitness training program, please contact either Karen Roberts at 336-202-2313 or James Roberts at 336-707-7719. You can also contact them at Facebook at livingfit.com.co. Please consult your medical doctor before starting any exercise program or nutritional plan. And now, here's James and Karen. Thank you for joining us for Living Fit. And here's Karen's Fit Tip for the day. Thank you for joining me for this week's Fit Tip. Today I want to talk about how to avoid inflammatory illnesses. Inflammatory illnesses include arthritis, osteoporosis, and most joint pains. If you're having problems walking, reaching, bending, or any other kind of joint problem, then this message is for you. If you tell your doctor that you're having trouble walking, climbing stairs, tying your shoes, or that you have some hard knots in some of your joints, for example, your wrists, the doctor may tell you that you have bone spurs, deterioration, calcium deposits, arthritis, osteoporosis, or that it's part of the natural aging process, or even hereditary. Basically, the doctor is telling you you have inflammation in your body. If you ask how this happened, if they are not educated in nutrition, they may not know the answer, or they'll give you a calcium uh, prescription, potion, or pill, or recommend surgery as a temporary fix. However, our bones and joints are made to last a lifetime without those fixes. Inflammation primarily comes from the foods we eat. There are specific foods that have an acid effect on the body, thereby causing a leak of minerals out of our bones. In other words, they deplete the body of calcium and other minerals. Studies show that many people living in nursing homes who have osteoporosis are often treated with calcium supplements, yet they still have osteoporosis. Why is this? Well, for one thing, if they eat meat, red or white, dairy, hybridized wheat, drink caffeine, and or use tobacco, they are supplying their blood with acid-forming foods. So, the lungs, kidneys are being worked over time to restore proper acidic balance to the body and in the process of being, uh, beginning to wear out. Calcium is the release um, to neutralize that acid, restoring the blood levels back to normal. But this comes at a cost. The calcium comes from the bones. The excess calcium in the blood appears as bone spurs. And I'm sure you've heard of gout, arthritis, kidney stones, and gallstones. Well, that's where that comes from. Proverbs chapter 3, verse 7 and 8 says, Do not be wise in your own eyes. Fear the Lord and shun evil. This will bring health to your body and nourishment to your bones. Most people think calcium builds bones, but 
That is just a small percentage of the reality. Bones are built with 12 minerals, one of them being calcium, and 64 trace minerals. Calcium gets the crown because the other minerals piggyback upon the calcium as it is being distributed throughout the body. Without the other 11 trace minerals, we have the epidemic of osteoporosis that we have now. The good news is that we can prevent this um, inflammatory illness um, by eating the highest minerals that nature has to offer, such as sunflower seeds or tahini butter. Those are number one for supplying the body with calcium. Um, organic foods, veggies, and dark leafy greens. So, do yourself a favor. If you want to avoid inflammatory illnesses, I suggest go ahead and work out with resistance training, eat clean and healthy, drink plenty of water, and if possible, make sure you are sleeping between the hours of 9 p.m. and 2 a.m. because that is the primary time when the body regenerates itself. Well, that's it for today. Please pass this on to family and friends and tune in today and every Tuesday at 11 a.m. to Living Fit with James and Karen Roberts. And we will share more health and wellness information with you. Have a blessed day and a terrific Tuesday. Thank you, Karen. And thank you for joining us for Living Fit. As always, Karen and I certainly appreciate the opportunity to come before you each week and offer you some information that might help you improve your health. We've been talking about intentions and impact, how habits and routines can make the difference in how we perform in our lives, the benefits of a good habit and the uh, good intentions and the impact of performing those intentions. For instance, a gratitude practice requires intention and effort. It won't run on autopilot. We have to be grateful and we have to show gratitude by writing down the things that bring us joy and pleasure. And it's not material things that's going to do that. It's going to be the people in our lives. It's going to be our health. It's going to be, you know, making sure that we have good relationships. And uh, it's going to be having people in our lives that help us lift up, build up, and uh, having a relationship with God that is strong and built on the foundation that God loves me and he wants me to serve others. When you perform an action, you feel a certain way about it. How you feel is tied to your intent. If your intent is good, then you have what they call uh, impactful uh, outcome. But if, it's, if your intent was good and it didn't go the way you wanted it to, it can have a devastating effect on us. And we've been talking with uh, Brother... Daryl Speaks, and we want to continue that, but we want to talk a little bit about how uh, our intentions uh, work. Your personality is, is, can be tied to your intentions, meaning that 
your good intentions show that you want uh, to do the right things. All of us do. We we all have good intentions. Some even a person who who thinks that he's doing something that uh, is harmful for others, it's beneficial for them. They think that it's that the intent is is good, and they think the impact will be better if they feel better about about it, even if it's harmful to others. It's more important that uh, we remember. The difference when someone tells you how your actions impact them. That's the reason why in our faith, we we can talk about our faith, but we need to show people in our actions really about our faith. People are very visual. And if you notice, we were talking with Daryl about how nobody would really say anything about his weight until after he had lost it, and then they, they were encouraging him to, to go better. He was impacting people by showing them that he was doing things differently. And that's really the way we all should be in our finances, in our health, and whatever we're doing in our studies when we go into class. The teacher's more apt to teach us if they see that our intentions are to learn. You know, if they're clowning around all the time, it has an impact on the rest of the room. And so we don't get the benefit of uh, them wanting us to be part of that. So let's talk about how we form new and good habits and hopefully replace the habits that are bad and harmful. Back in 1984, I started a new job at a battery manufacturer, and the place had lead and had acid, had all kinds of chemical and waste materials, and when I took the job, I was very encouraged, very excited, thought that, you know, hey, I've I've got a good job. The pay was good. The uh, hours were good, but... I was talking to the company nurse. I had to take a physical, and the company nurse kind of knocked my bubble, busted my bubble with all the things that could happen, the effects of what lead does to us, what acid does to us. And she was telling me that she was getting ready to quit and leave, and she told me if I could go back to my old job that I should do that because this stuff can be very hazardous to my health, and not only my health, but to my family. And But she gave me some information about what I could do to protect myself and my family. Uh, and so I, at the time, I was a nail biter, and she said, I can tell you bite your nails, that you don't want to bite your nails, because so, as good as you're going to clean, try to clean your hands, it's never going to be enough. And she told me that we had showers at the place. We changed from uh, our street clothes into our company attire, work clothes. And she says, you don't ever want to cross-contaminate your personal clothing with the company clothing. Now, this was something uh, that the company was very good about. They had... uh, a outside source cleaner uniforms for us. Uh, 
they kept us a change of clothes for every day. Uh, we didn't have to wear the same thing. Sometimes when we would go into a place where there was a lot of hazards, we'd have to change our clothes two or three times a day. And it was hot. It was nasty. It was, uh, and, and to tell you the truth, it didn't look like it was dangerous, but it was. It was very dangerous and it, very, very harmful. And uh, there was a guy who had worked for the company for many years who was getting ready to retire. And he had a lot of health issues, not only him, but members of his family that came from him not having the information I had when I came to the company. So she was giving me information, but the only way information works is if we use it for our benefit. And I wanted to protect not only myself, but my family, and I wanted my family to be well. I knew I needed the job, so I had to uh, work hard at protecting myself and my family. So when I came, you know, they, she checked my blood lead levels. And when I finally quit that job, when I left there, my blood levels was actually lower than it was when I came because I made an effort to, to take care of myself. And so what we're going to do now is we're going to go back and let Daryl finish uh, going with his story about how it has impacted not only his life, but maybe his family's life. And uh, we'll come back and we'll close out at the end. If you turn back to where you were before, just one day, mm -hmm. have you seen that? If you turn back just one day, because you told me you said you can tell when you do things differently, oh, yeah. what happens? Could you explain what? Like, for instance, if I decided I was going out with family, and even if I decided in the midst of me making a decision to eat food, a lot of people say, well, you can eat french fries, that's still a vegetable. It is a vegetable, true enough, but it's a fried vegetable. And if I eat a fried vegetable when I've been used to eating nothing but just, you know, raw fruit during the week and eating salad, like leafy green salads with spring mix and black beans and um, sweet potatoes and broccoli, if I'm used to eating that type of diet and I go to something like a fried food, my body tells me instantly, you ate something you had no business eating today. And it comes up in different ways. Sometimes it's gas in the body. I can feel it in my joint sometimes. And I know it's gas because if I move my joint, I burp up. Mm. And I'm like, hmm, something didn't hit right today. And so it makes me more aware of what I'm putting in. And I have to be accountable to myself. And I know how I want to feel and how I like to feel when I get up in the morning. And even down to eating foods and when cutting off at a certain time of day. If I eat something that's going later than I like to eat, like most of the time, even during the week when I'm working, I try to cut off my meal time around three or four o'clock at the latest. So that way my body has a chance to rest. You know, my digestive system can rest. And also I don't wake up the next day because if I'm waking up early in the morning to go walking, it's going to delay me if I ate late and then all of a sudden I'm having to go uh, eliminate before I go walk. And me, I'm very regular. So that's not going to help me none because I'm going to be able to, you know, twice eliminate before I leave the house. So that makes me more accountable in that way. You know, when your body, you know how your body works and you have to be really responsive to that. And then plus I'm results driven now. So I'm really, 
I push myself now every week to do something more than I did the week before. So in a way, I want to see the results too. So you're building better habits. I am. And the uh, you're getting rid of the old habits. But have you noticed that when you're building uh, your new habits, it's easy to resort back to old habits because, like you said, we're influenced by the crowds that we associate with. So have you noticed that? I did notice that. Definitely I noticed that. And it's something that I've become more aware of after really watching, you know, because if you, especially when you're used to eating in crowds with your family, like if, like when I have, like a lot of my family must come in town, that's the one thing that we want to do together is eat together. So sometimes if it's not a whole meal being prepared, it's going to be like, oh, we're going out to this restaurant. And it's making conscious decisions. When everybody else is ordering sweet tea and soda, you get water with the lemon on the side. And I know everybody looks at me funny, like, you're not getting sweet tea? I said, nope. But if they ask me why, I will tell them. You know, a lot of things I know the facts behind now. And once you know the, tr- the truth of a matter, you can't act like you don't know. You have to now act according to what you know. So, and again, I don't throw it up in their face and I don't judge them for what they eat. Because my thing is this, we all come to knowledge of things differently throughout life. It's not just eating and nutrition. It could be anything that you're doing. You know, like if a person is gambling all the time and they win money gambling, that's their life. And I mean, I'll never judge them on that because that's what they know to be true. And they'll never know it to be different until they see it different. So I think in the first beginning, it was so funny because I remember before I came to James and Karen, I actually talked to another trainer. But the other trainer, he said some things I didn't like as far as the way his philosophy was to train. And he says, I don't even like to work out. And I was like, how can you be a trainer? You don't even like to work out. But then he want, really that trainer wanted an absorbent amount of money for just one month of training. He was just, and he wasn't even in the state anymore. And plus, it was a lot of things. I look at facts and figures about things. It was no clients. He was really showing that, hey, big changes. I could tell by James and Karen from people I knew as well as the things that they posted. Okay, these are people that's making differences in people's lives. The proof is in the pudding. So when I went to James um, and talked to him one day about, you know, training, about where I was and where I wanted to go, you know, it's easy to agree to things right there at the time. And even at the time, I'll never forget, I had, um, I guess a part of me still wanted to hold on to the life that was because it took me a lot to get to that point. I made this, I made like, um, I told myself, I said, well, if I eat up these eggs in the refrigerator, if I eat up this turkey sausage and I make that pizza one last time that I want to have, if I have that fried fish or that fried uh, white one more time, then I'll give it up. You know, and I kept making excuses. But when I came to James, that's when the excuses stopped. And it was funny because it helped me confront some of the lies I told myself. And I remember when we first met, and I think, and I know in my heart, God had a lot to do with this because I remember... He told me how much the train was going to be, and I agreed to it. And I remember at the time, I told myself, I said, how in the world are you going to do that? Out of nowhere, the next week, I got a check in the mail for something from an insurance policy I had a long time ago, another job. And it came out of the blue. And when I got that check, the Holy Spirit was like, yeah, you can use that for your training. I said, you know what? You're right. I can't. <laughs> so I paid my tops off of that check, and I used all of it for that training, basically. And... 
I remember when I went to training for the first time with James, I remember when he's, he would notice things about me because James was very observant of me and the way I was with my health and nutrition. And he know he said, you breathe a lot, real heavy. You know, he was noticing that. At first, I thought he was sort of picking at me, but he was not. He was really noticing my body and the way it was reacting to the exercises he was giving me to do. So that was funny. <laughs> that was funny now that I look at it. And I remember he wanted to weigh me. I was like, oh, that don't work. I said, because ever since I've been a child, I always weighed more than I looked. And I made that, ex- I told myself that in my head ever since I was a kid. Oh, I always weigh more than I look because I actually used to go to state fairs and win prizes because they never could guess my weight. And it, <laughs> and I remember the scale would not go up to the level that I weighed over 420 pounds at the time. And I remember the first time the scale wouldn't go up, I laughed. I was like, see, I told you, you couldn't weigh me. The next time I came into training with James, he said, guess what? He said, I got a new scale. <laughs> <laughs> And that thing, it made me laugh so hard later. But at the time, I didn't think it was funny. I was like, man, he's got a whole new scale. And when I start weighing myself every week, and it was making me accountable to see what I was losing, and then I could see the results happening. And it really changed the way I looked at things. It changed my relationship to food, my relationship to exercise since I've been here, coming to see James every week. It changes me. It changed me in a big ways in that sense. So in a way, I can look at it now. I can appreciate my whole journey. And I'm still on that journey, continuously on that journey. And I look forward to seeing, you know, a whole new me at the end of all this still. And really, it's a new me now. It's completely different, you know, the way I was and the way I react. Even the way I get in my car now, I used to, I didn't realize how much space I took up. Sometimes walking around my house, I didn't realize how much space I took up. I said, I can walk through here easily. Now, and I'm not bumping against the walls on either side. It makes you very calm because some people are saying, I'm going to do what you're doing now. And some people that I didn't even know before, they used to watch me when I walked at the park. And I didn't think about it till after I started losing all this weight. I said, they probably thought the whole time, he walking around here all the time and ain't losing nothing. But And that's true. I was I was walking. But I was, I was really dependent on old ways of doing things. I had lost weight before, but I lost weight without knowledge of what to do. And then knowing the relationship between exercise and what you eat. Because if you don't know what the foods are doing, what will you do? You'll go back to what you've been doing eventually. You'll get a result, but then you'll go back to what you knew. But when you know the truth about the food and you know what the food does to you and you know, okay, these foods are going to help build up my immune system, they're going to build up antioxidants, it's going to make me strong in these areas, it's going to flush my stomach out. If you know that, then it's going to make you eat differently, it's going to make you think twice about what you're eating. And then when you know that certain foods cause certain things in your body to actually decay and shut down, like you know that fried foods cause a lot of elevated blood pressure and cholesterol problems. It makes me think differently about me eating those foods. Well, you know, when you sent me your medical forms, uh, I saw on there that they were checking your liver enzymes. Mm-hmm. Were you having some issues there? Yes, they were done, diagnosed me with fatty liver disease. And it was funny because my father, before he passed, he told me, he says, I have fatty liver. My sister has it. And I had it at the time, but when they checked me this last time, it wasn't there. And, and I know I love that I can text James sometimes, like, well, James, what do you think about this? And a lot of times he'll tell me right back, okay, you can do this. My nephew, last time he was down, he saw me making a green smoothie because normally if they're down, it's always a tradition I'll make breakfast for them. Mm-hmm. 
And I still do food, whatever they want to eat. But at the same time, he noticed me making a smoothie. He was like, what's in that? And I was telling him the different fruits and vegetables in, what I make. And I said, I said, do you want some? He says, yeah, I want some. I said, well, next time you're down, you have to get some then. And I'll have to share some of my smoothie with him so he'll see what it tastes like. Because really, it's funny because in their family, their dad does eat a lot of healthy foods. He'll eat meats, but it's mostly either broiled or something like that, the way he eats it. So that dad does eat healthy to a certain degree. My sister, on the other hand, is a little different. She likes to depend on fast food and whatever's prepared. And she'll cook sometimes, but, you know, that's still food for taste, not for health benefits. So it's still a journey with her, but I'm sure she'll get on to one. I am starting to enjoy the foods that, uh, that, we, um, that we have now. Because a lot of the foods in the beginning, I was like, mm. so we eating this salad with no dressing. You was like, uh-uh, no dressing. And then when I started looking into dressings and what they do, I was like, oh, so dressings are really not that good. And a lot of the dressings that we think are so good, like some people say, well, I'll get a vinaigrette, but a lot of them are loaded with sodium. The sodium level is through the roof. And so when I start looking at that and then high fructose corn syrup that's in it, that start turning me against that. And I said, no, I'm going to eat these black beans on the salad and be happy. And then sometimes I would just, you know, I would, you know, crush down avocado and mix it in with the vegetables. But I got used to it. That was the thing. And, and uh, we, we told you about hummus. You can, oh, yes. You know, hummus is something, you know, that you can incorporate. And uh, whole grain breads, you know, eating, eating healthfully is not as hard as... You thought it would be, is it? It's not. And I'm beginning to learn now. There's a lot of education out on the internet. Some of it is good. Some of it is not. And everybody that says they're plant-based and vegan, they're really not. Because some of them, like, it was one of the the content makers. They were making all this supposed fried chicken. And then one person questioned them, and they brought up a good point. They said, so if you moved away from chicken, why are you still, you're still frying vegetables? It's like you never really lost it. Why are you doing it? Now, the shakes are starting to get to where they, they become a habit. It make you feel better. And, and, I feel, it makes my body, like, rejuvenate. Like, it's like, I guess the same effect some people have when they drink coffee and it wakes them up. Mm-hmm. That's why I feel like those green smoothie shakes do to me. It's like you can feel it going all the way through your body, you know, energizing you in another way. You know, coffee is one way, but when you have real fruits and real vegetables flowing through your body, that's a feeling that you can't beat the way you feel. You know, and I notice now when I eat food, I don't eat just to be, you know, to be full. A lot of people eat to be full and overstuffed. Now, when I eat my vegetable meals, I eat to just be, you know, content. Mm-hmm. And, you know, and I know that what I'm eating is really helping me. What we try to encourage you to do is take the road less traveled. Mm-hmm. The road that's going to lead to long-term joy rather than short-term joy. Have you noticed that? Oh, yes, Definitely. And it is the road less traveled, but it's a rewarding road, I can honestly say. And it's a road that, you know, I can honestly look back on it. It came with its struggles in the beginning. It was things I had to learn the hard way. You know, if you don't give this up, then, you know, eventually you can see the difference in how your body is reacting to things and also the meeting of your goals. And me, I'm definitely trying to meet my goals for sure. But I also want to make sure I live a long life. That's the ultimate thing that I'm trying to do. Make sure and ensure I live a long, healthy life. 
I just want to thank you. This has been a rewarding journey. I'm glad that I'm on it and continuing on the journey. And I really do appreciate all that you have taught me and all the things I continue to learn throughout this journey. It's really helping me tremendously. And I feel like I got my life back in a sense because, you know, sometimes you don't know what you really miss out on until something like this happens where you really start living a better life and you start putting forth the effort. And then sometimes I, I know for a fact, I says, where would I have been had I not came here? You know, I could have been in a worse shape, you know, health-wise. So I'm really appreciative of this journey more than you know. And you're so right about writing down the goals because now since we started, now I'm having to set new goals. So it's really amazing. And I really met the goals that I had in the beginning quicker than I thought. So in a sense, it's like now I'm having to redesign a whole new set of goals and I'm finding myself even now reciting those goals to myself. Mm -hmm. And that helps me too. Say, nope, you're going to lose this amount of weight and you're going to be down this size by this time. Daryl, Karen and I appreciate the fact that you came to us, that you let us help you on your journey. I'm James for Karen. This is Living Fit. Thank you, Daryl. Thank you, and thank you all. Thank you for listening to Living Fit. Please consult a physician or fitness professional before beginning any activity if you are under their care. If you would like to contact James or Karen, you can do so through the website, Facebook at livingfit.com.co, or call. Until next time, keep living fit and do what matters. Thank you.